What's up, guys? It is the Nice Girls Podcast. This is our first episode, and I'm so grateful for you guys listening. And we're, like I said, we're learning together. We're going to figure this out together. And so if we're a little bumpy at first, just stick with us. Um, But I currently have a guest here with me, and she is her character and the person she is when I first met her I just knew she was a good person regardless of what she's went through in her life and there was just something there was there was a kindness and a light that I felt when I first met her and I was so intrigued by it and honestly was just in awe because I think that she has characteristics and her personality is something we really all strive to be. So um, I'm going to welcome my first guest, Ella Thomas. Hello. Um, She's a little nervous and we're kind of both like, we're just going to wing this and just be real, like I said, and authentic. Um, And so I wanted to kind of do this podcast on the term too nice. You know, we hear this, that we hear this term like, oh, he's just too nice. I just can't date him. Or, oh, she's just too nice. Like, why is she so nice? And when did we get to a point where nice was a bad thing? Um, And so I want to start with Ella. I want her to kind of give you guys a little backstory about her life and how she's come to where she is now with the growth that she's had. And like I said, when I first met her, I was like, this girl is so nice, but not in a weird way. Like, she was just so warm and welcoming. I just, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I think that after you guys listen to this podcast, you will really see um, we all strive to have some of the things that she does. So Ella, the first thing I kind of want to get into, tell us, you know, tell the listeners just a little bit about who you are and your background and kind of some of the things you've went through in life that have got you to where you are. So I have been I'd hate to say it but I've been through it um I started at a young age with it it was just a loud household and it was never it was always angry and my parents are separated and it's continued and continued and I've been to three different schools so I've never fit in I've never had that friend group of girls or whatever that I could stay with and I could count on and so I'm kind of just to the point where I've just accepted it and I can move on and life is so much more than high school and I think there's so much left to live. So you kind of said, you know, you've reached a point where not that you don't really care, but you've had to deal with a lot of conflict in your life and like a household that wasn't necessarily healthy. And how in those situations when you're surrounded by conflict, how did you find a way to kind of step away? and walk away and learn that sometimes adding more fuel to the fire and into the conflict isn't helping anyone in the situation. Like what got you to that point? Yeah, I think I've always been that way. I've never been a yeller. I've never like had to express my anger. I think it just always made me upset, even more upset. And so I've started to walk away and I always have. And so I keep quiet and you could never tell that I was going through anything because I wouldn't let it affect me. And I still don't. I don't let the past affect who I am today or what happened to me, like make me upset today. So I think I've just always walked away and let it be what it is. Did that ever make you feel, you know, I think when we think of being nice, we think of not having boundaries and we think of being a doormat. Like we, me and you were talking about before this episode, we, we don't, 
we don't want people to walk all over us, but we still want to be nice. And so you kind of said that you reached a point where you're like, I'm done being a doormat. I'm done being so nice. And did you put boundaries in place? How did that kind of come about where you were finally just like, you know, I feel like people are walking all over me, but I still want to be a good person. I still want to be kind, you know, but how can I change so that I'm not a doormat, but still nice, if that makes sense? I think it just happened recently. I feel like senior year really just, I was over it. And By the way, guys, she is a senior at Pleasant Plains, but she is so far ahead for her age. I feel like I'm talking to a 25-year-old. <laughs> um, okay, keep going. But it was just like I stopped being friends and I stopped trying to fit in and I would speak up at some times, and I, but I still am not the greatest at it. And I think I can get better and start It's a learning up. process. Exactly, and I think. I still have more to grow and more to say, but I just haven't said it yet. Yeah. And um, I want to kind of talk about also for the girls in high school and for the people that are scared to speak up, but like it's such a, I feel like the, the term nice is such a, there's such a fine line because if you yell, you're not nice anymore. If you don't like someone, oh, you're not nice. I struggle with, like, where is the in-between, you know? And you said, you know, you've been to three different schools, right? And so you've been around so many different types of people, and you've you've dealt with the mean girls. You've dealt with the mm-hmm. nice girls. You've dealt with – but it's like I feel like you reach a point where it's like, I don't know. It's It's – I'm just really struggling, honestly, to find the words because – I have so much to say about this topic of being too nice. And so actually, you know what? We're going to kind of trans. We're going to kind of um, change the topic a little bit. So we think of being too nice as a bad thing. And me and you were just talking about how when did becoming, when did, when did being nice become something bad? You know, have you ever been told in your life that you're too nice? Yes. I think by my close friends and family, like, I think they want me to speak up more when people just start being mean and trying to get through your skin. And I think because I haven't let it, people are going to be even more mean because they just want to get at me. Do you, are you a Christian? Do you kind of, yes. do you go to church and stuff? I grew up going to church and my parents were still together. And so after we moved and we kind of moved away from our hometown where I did go to church every day, we haven't yet found our own and so I still do go today with people and to their churches so I've experienced the different ones but we still haven't found the one where we go every week and that's something I still have been working on and trying to find just because we haven't been in a stable place yet yeah okay so I kind of want to touch on like being girls in today's generation and what is wrong with our generation? Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Terrible. Like one of my favorite Bible verses is Luke 6, 27 and 28. And it says, but to who you are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you and pray for those who's, who mistreat you. And I feel like you kind of live by that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, I always say kill them with kindness. And it's something like it's hard to do because so many people are so mean, but it's like, Hurt people hurt people. Yes. That's correct. And it's, I've always lived by that. And you said in the beginning before we got live, you said that um, the people that curse kindness are the people that are mean. Mm-hmm. 
And that has to do with something inside of them. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with anything inside of you. Mm -hmm. And I've recently been on this journey of I've done some bad or mean stuff in my life. And I've had lots of enemies, I guess. I'm not a bad person, guys, listening. But I've just taken some really bad routes when it comes to dealing with situations and being, many people would call me the B word, you know, in high school. I just, I didn't know how to put kindness into play. I was kind of those that I loved and I was kind of those that were friends with me. But when someone did me wrong, oh, they're getting wronged (laughs) in return, revenge, all the whole nine yards. I'm going to make them jealous. I'm going to do this. But I realized like jealousy and revenge it's so evil mm-hmm. why when somebody is mean to you when someone doesn't have kindness like you said it goes back to their them inside of them so why give them back and fuel that even more right and so i've really reached this point in my life probably only within the past like three months or maybe maybe more like six months but When people are mean to me, I literally just walk away. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not giving it any fuel because the more you feed into it, the worse it is. Mm -hmm. And why do we want that in our lives? We don't. But it's so common in today's generation, in our generation, especially with girls, the toxicity of it all. And the, you know, you get on TikTok and you see the mean things where it's like, you know, oh, well, his new girl isn't as good as me. And, And just, and I just look at it and I'm just like, Why can't we all just live our lives? Be kind. My parents always told me growing up, um, was it kill them with kindness or, uh, oh, treat others how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be treated bad. So why am I going to treat others bad? Exactly. And I think why are, I don't know. I don't think anybody wants to be treated bad. And they think they can do like whatever they want and be mean and it's not going to come back. I feel like this this episode, there's just so much to be said about it. And there's so many different personalities that it's it's really I don't think there's necessarily one way to react. I don't think there's necessarily one correct way to react, but it just always makes me feel better to be kind to someone honestly and even if it sucks in the situation and it makes you feel like you're being kind of walked on it puts things to bed because people don't know how to respond to kindness kindness they only know how to respond to what they gave Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and um to kind of take a little plot twist i want to talk a little bit about your relationship Mm -hmm. so you and your boyfriend have been together for how many almost two two years And guys, when I tell you they have probably, I I don't know behind the scenes, but from the outside at least, they have one of the healthiest relationships I've ever seen. And I would say that your boyfriend is kind of labeled, would you say he's labeled as a nice guy? He's like, he's like the guy that's like, girls would say he's too nice. Yes. So when you get into a relationship, we live in a place, in a world where it's like, we're attracted, or at least to me, to the bad boys. The ones that are, don't, like, why are we, why am I attracted to someone who shows me no affection or right. no attention when I love romance, I love love. So when you met your boyfriend, were you ever like, he's just a little too nice? Or were you like, no, this is, this is like what I like? I think it, I've never been like, he's too nice. I don't see 
being nice is a bad thing. And I've never want the t- wanted the toxicity because I've just grown up like that. It's So it was more refreshing. Yeah. Like when you met him there was and no his anger family. In him. Yes. Yeah, it was all just smooth rolling. And I think that's what I looked for. But I also wasn't looking. I was 15 years old and it was so weird. I never would have told myself, like, get in a relationship in high school. Before I got in a relationship. They always come when you're not looking. Exactly. And I think that's the problem. People are looking for what they want. But you're not going to find it if you're looking too hard for it. Because it's all going to go the wrong way. And I think, I don't know. I was just so young. And it's so weird to think, like, two years. But I feel like I've been with him forever. So You think you are going to be with him forever? You think he's your person? I think so. And it's so weird to say. I know. I'm always, like, I've been that date to marry but I've never had a boyfriend before him so mm-hmm. it was kind of like I don't know I wasn't looking at all and it just fell into my hands and I was like what do I do with if that's now? not God I don't know what is right I think that's something I'm struggling with because I still I love nice people and I love nice guys but for example last night at the rodeo, <laughs> there was this guy, and he was so kind. I mean, he would—he just brought me waters. I mean, he was just the most kind. He wanted to ask me questions about myself. He's like, will you two-step with me? Will you yeah. dance? Will you? And I was like, I was sitting in the bath this morning, and I was like, gosh, he's just too nice. He's so nice. But I want to, like, rewire my brain to not see that as a bad thing, you know, mm-hmm. and to not be attracted to some sort of chase. Right. And I think like we talked about, it's like something that doesn't just happen. You have to learn how to do that. You know, but then there's this guy, the other, a different guy last night. And I was like, wow, but I shouldn't have said like, I, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have felt that way. Like, right. I should be wanting to sit and talk to the guy that was so kind and mm-hmm. sweet and currently texting me, how was Bible or how was your service this morning? How was church? Right. Like that, that's the type of guy I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that it's really this generation and society has really affected the way that I look at being, uh, at, at I, the way I look at kindness because I feel like I never would say that. Like, I never, I'm attracted to kindness. It's just so, the lines are so blurred, and I honestly really struggle with it. And do you have any advice for that? I, like I said, like, don't look. I don't know. I I know, and I'm not. The thing is, like, these people just come into my life. They Mm -hmm. just, like, come into my life, and I'm like, okay, God brought them here for a reason, but why? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to look at someone and be like you're too nice. Right. Because I love nice. So I, yeah, like I said, I never see a problem with people who are claimed as too nice. Because I think there is a difference between the people who are nice because they want the attention and they want people to like them, and then they're really not nice. But there are people who are too nice to where they give, give, and give, and they don't return any, or they don't get anything in return. But they're still just nice because they are nice. And it's funny. So this guy I was talking to last night, we sat down and we were just having a conversation. And he was like, you know, he's like, no girls ever like me. He's like, I think he was uh, late 20s. And he was like, 
why don't any girls ever he's like you you turned me down he's like you like i i tried to dance with you and you said no and he's like you know i tried like i came mm-hmm. up to you like and you weren't interested he's like and i just why like why like why do no girls like me and i was like it's that's a really good question i was like honestly it's a really good question because you are so kind mm-hmm. You're so kind, but I think that goes back to our generation where every girl he meets is like, oh, he's too nice. Yeah. And it's just not healthy. Mm -mm. And I want to find ways that we could tell people kind of how to look past that and that being too nice isn't a bad thing. Mm -mm. And if a guy that is nice to you, like, give him a chance. Because people always say, marry the nice guy. Mm -hmm. Marry the guy that is going to go above and beyond, you know? And I think that's... If you take anything from this episode, I know we are kind of all over the place, but I think me and Ella both have come to a conclusion that being too nice isn't a bad thing. And if you have to rewire your brain to look at people, nice people as good instead of bad, um, I think that's what our society needs. And I think that there's always room for nice people, mm-hmm. right? Don't you think so? Of course. I think our world needs more of it, to be quite honest. Yep. I mean, everything from girls and guys, mm-hmm. we've we've been rooted in this and wired from social media in this so toxic. Everything has to be toxic. Play the games. You know, don't respond. Mm-hmm. Don't. And I'm like, but if I like you, I'm going to I want to talk to you. Exactly. Like my past situation. I liked him a lot and I kind of went all in a little bit. And I'd never done that before. I'd always been the heartbreaker. I'd always been the girl that, you know, ran off in the wind. But for the first time, like, I wanted to show that I was interested. Mm-hmm. And he left. And I think it's because I didn't put up enough of a chase of a, I'm not interested. Why am I going to act like I'm not right. interested when I am interested in you? And I've reached this point. I'd never used to be like that. But, like, if I like you, I'm going to freaking show mm-hmm. it. Like, I want to text you. I want to hug you. I want to cuddle. I want to do all these things. And I want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me about yourself. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I don't care. Right. And I've never been like that until recently. And I just feel like I just get left every time. And I think it goes back to not looking, like you mm-hmm. said. But, gosh, it sucks. You know, it's... It sucks being left. It's probably, like, one of the worst feelings I know it's weird for me to give advice because I never had a real boyfriend before, my boyfriend now. And like I said, it kind of just fell into place. And it he was never the kind of like, oh, like I'm not going to answer you. And I was never that way either. So yeah, it's just God's plan. And he's going to put you with your soulmate. Yeah. And, and I, it's I t- not now, it's later. I totally believe in that. Um I think that though, like discovering this new way of doing things of mm-hmm. this more nice and kind and authentic and not faking and hiding, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And I know that the right person will come at the right time mm-hmm. and will sweep me off my feet and be kind and not ch- not not play the toxic games. But it's like the love bombing and stuff, bro. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't I genuinely am to a point in my life where and I know I'm young, but I've done a lot of stuff and I've met a lot of guys and I've talked to a lot of guys, but I've reached a point where I'm like, 
I just know that the right person is not going to love bomb me, is not going to be not interested anymore because they don't have to chase and be Mm -hmm. the alpha and like get this adrenaline rush. And I just like finding faith in God and knowing that he's going to do everything exactly how it's supposed to. And all these people that come in your life, mean, nice, whatever, they're all there for a reason. They're all there Mm -hmm. to teach you something. And um, yeah, so I'm learning that it's not a bad thing to be too nice. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's honestly a beautiful thing because people know when you're nice and Mm -hmm. they never forget that. I don't care what anybody says. Right. Because I didn't forget the first time I met you where you were so kind, you (laughs) shined your smile. Like that sticks with people, Mm -hmm. even if they act like it doesn't. Um, And so kind of lastly, guys, I want Ella to kind of anyone that's listening who is in their teens or you know, just graduating high school or starting high school, you know, what would you, what is the best advice you could give them? You know, cause I know you sit back and you just kind of do your own thing and you let other people talk, but mm-hmm. I know you have things to say and I think it could help so many girls, especially to kind of know that they're not alone. Right. And I know it's cliche, but don't be the follower. You don't have to be like a head leader. You don't have to have this group of people following you. Everybody needs to be their own person. And I think out of middle school, I tried to fit in like sports that I didn't want to play and that I really wasn't good at. And high school for me, I was always very academically like focused and I wanted to get out of there and do my own thing. And so I never joined the sports just to fit in and have that group of girlfriends. And I think that's where it set me apart initially, like the sports And I just want everybody to know that you don't have to do the things to fit in. And you don't have to fit in. High school is not the peak of your life. And there's so much more left to live. And your people will come, whether it's college, whether you don't go to college and it's somebody else you meet. And it all comes and everything happens for a reason. And high school is not, it's really not how it's, it's not high school musical. And you're not going to (laughs) live that Life And if you do, and if you think high school has been the peak of your life, you haven't lived. And I don't know. There is something to it that I just started not to care about having the friends and, you know, having that big group of people that you just kind of, like, do everything with. And I kind of do everything by myself. But it's a beautiful thing because it's, in a way, you... I know we talked about the confidence thing, but, like, Mm -hmm. it shows that you're okay to be alone. Mm -hmm. You're not – you don't need someone by you 24-7. And that's beautiful. I have always been that way. I've always been, like, kept to myself. And, like I said, the three-school thing, it's like you never find your set group. And you can never take those friends with you. I mean, if you can, that's great. I just never could. I never stuck around because we were just so young. That's part of learning. God's plan, though. Mm -hmm. You know, those people weren't your people. Nope. And he brings you those people when it's your time. And um, so, yeah, I think if you guys can take, you know, one thing away from this episode is that we're all learning to be nice together. And I know I am, at least, because like you guys heard, um, it's not all it's not all like it looks on social media and stuff. I still deal with the toxicity sometimes of, oh, he's too nice. Like Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I still deal with the wanting to snap on people. And I do. 
Mm-hmm. I do. You know, like my brothers and stuff, like I'm can be mean and I'm like Benny. Like, what would Jesus do? I always ask Mm -hmm. myself, what would Jesus do? And so I want you to know, like, I'm not perfect. Ella's not perfect. But through situations, like, it's such a learning. Every, everything you do, every fight you get in moves you forward and helps you mature. And I think that everybody reaches a point where they realize that being nice really isn't a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you talk to people that are in their 30s and 40s, they would say the same thing. Um, Conflict usually doesn't resolve anything. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean not having boundaries, but it means being okay with taking the high road and being okay with being categorized the nice person. I don't care. You know, 10 guys can leave me if I'm too nice, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's their problem because I'm not going to change. I'm not going to be someone I'm not. I'm not going to pretend I'm not just another girl. That's just, I like, like we said, I, you date to marry, I date to Mm -hmm. marry. And, um, I think, being too nice is something you guys should look for and date the guy and have the friends that are Mm -hmm. nice. Um, because usually if people are mean, it's something that's going on inside of them and they're hurting themselves. Um, and so never be afraid to be nice. Never be afraid to take the high road. Never be afraid to be labeled too nice. I think it truly is one of the beautiful, most beautiful things being a nice person in today's society. And, um, yeah, do you have anything you kind of want to finish it off with anything to say about, growth and being nice and um or any situation you know that you kind of learned from to help people like make them realize they're not alone yeah it just takes time and it's all you're always learning it no matter how old you are how young you are you're always learning to become like who you really are and I think I don't like to say that I've been through it but I have and you it, had to you had to do some things at a very young age that a lot of yeah. people don't. I mean, not even me. And I think I don't know. And I, I think I find it still so bizarre that I was picked for this role. And I think I've never heard like just because there's so many jealous people in high school. It's just been such a hard thing that I've never been told like really by anybody but my close friends and family that I was a nice girl. Because I think I just keep to myself and it might look like I'm mean because I don't really reach out or talk to anybody that isn't nice to me. And so I think it's just be nice to everybody, be kind to everybody, but don't put up with people who aren't kind to you. But also like don't fuel their fire. Just kind of walk away and let it be what it is because everything does happen for a reason. There is a reason for everything. There's a reason why you fall. There's a reason why you rise. And I think everything will end how it's supposed to be. Yeah, I 100% agree. And um, like you said about, you know, people may not think you're nice, but that's because also they haven't taken the chance to talk to you (laughs) and they haven't had the kindness to come up to you and be like, oh, Ella, you look beautiful today. Or, um, oh, my gosh, where's your, you know, who's your hairdresser? Right. You know, people choose. People choose usually out of jealousy and stuff who they're going to talk to and who they're going to be friends with. And so I really would not take it as a bad thing at all. Like I said, I've met a lot of people in my life. I have lived in Washington, Mm D.C. around all mean people and nice people. And I've lived in Nash. I've done it. I've done a lot of things. And you probably have one of the most pure souls that I really have ever met. But I think it's also because I gave it a chance to talk to you. And I wanted to talk to you. And I wanted to get to know you because I just could feel your warmth. And not a lot of people think the way we do Mm -hmm. and are open 
you know, to having conversations and deep conversations. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're very, we could sit and talk for hours, but um, yeah, guys, if you don't know who Ella is, make sure you follow her on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Ella.732. <laughs> but um, yeah, she is graduating this year and I just, I really hope you guys took something from this episode and I know we're kind of all over the place, but there's just so much to be said about this topic and I could talk to Ella for hours about this because I just think she has such good advice. And so if you guys ever need anything or ever need any advice from someone who is graduating and um, maybe you're nervous going into high school or you're nervous about things, she is an absolutely amazing person to talk to about this. She's just, she's truly special. And I am very, very glad to have her in my life. And uh, yeah, so guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, and we're learning together. We're learning how to podcast, honestly, <laughs> because I got sweat dripping down my arms right. right now for no reason. And it's a little bumpy, but just like life, life is bumpy and we figure it out as we go. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Nice Girls podcast. If you guys want, please leave a review or do whatever you can on Spotify. And um, yeah, if you have any questions or you want us to talk about anything, I am very, I'm an open book. So please feel free to message me, reach out. Um, and yeah, thank you for being here, Ella. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>